0: Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Lingopie is a video-on-demand service specially designed for language learning. Practice your Spanish and do it simply by watching TV. You can choose local content in every genre from around the world, from drama to crime, comedy documentaries, and even kid shows. As you watch, automatically add words to your list of vocabulary that you can revisit later to practice with flashcards, games, and more. It's everything a language learner dreams of. To sign up, go to SpanishCoinSalsa.com slash Lingopie. Welcome to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola, bienvenidos al episodio 158. Welcome to episode 158 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. In this episode, we're going to be exploring a Pretty tricky grammar topic, but we're going to do it with music, so hopefully it makes it a little bit easier. We're going to be talking about indirect objects in Spanish. And for those of you who may be more at an intermediate level, this is probably a question that you've had and probably something you still struggle with quite a bit. So there's a few examples in the song that I've chosen for this episode, which I'll get to in just a moment, uh, that hopefully will help you uh, learn a couple of shortcuts that you can use to quickly figure out how to use indirect objects specifically when you're talking to people, right? So we're going to get into that in a minute, but I did want to take a moment to let you all know that we do have a big announcement coming up for 2023. So if you are in our Spanish Fluency Club or you're thinking about joining, uh, maybe you've considered it in the past and you're not sure uh, if it's right for you, which, um, yeah, maybe I should explain what it is first. So if you're new to the podcast or you're not familiar with our membership program we do have our spanish fluency club which is really a group coaching program where we focus specifically on helping you become conversationally fluent in spanish and you do that uh, in a group environment and it's a really a lot of fun Um, of course because it's spanish Con salsa we also focus quite a bit on music because We just know the power of music for helping us not only learn uh, Spanish and helping things stick better, uh, but also helping get rid of some of that anxiety that we have when it comes to speaking the language. And I'll actually be talking about that a little bit on next week's episode, how to really let go of some of that anxiety and prevent that brain freeze that happens when you're trying to figure out what you need to say in Spanish. So we'll cover that next week. But for our Spanish Fluency Club in 2023, we have a pretty big announcement coming up. Uh, It's something we actually did... Oh man, years ago. We haven't done it in a while. Um, A lot of that was due to the pandemic, but there were some other reasons as well. But we will be bringing it back in sort of a new uh, and different way. And hopefully, it'll be really, really exciting for all of you who are in the community. And we'll talk more about it in 2023. But I just wanted to let you know to stay tuned because I'm really excited about it. Our team is excited. And we really think it's something that will help push you to meet your goal. For Spanish fluency in 2023. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you get that announcement as soon as we let everyone know. But super excited, exciting changes coming up for the Spanish Fluency Club in 2023. All right, so getting on with this episode. So we're talking about indirect objects because it's a question I get quite frequently. Uh, And if you're not familiar with indirect objects, it's a lot of that delay. Uh, the se lelo, like people kind of get, <laughs> they get all those really mixed up in Spanish. They get really, really confused. It's really important to know how to do this because it's used pretty often in conversation. And it's really a way of describing an action that happens to something else, right? So we're referring to another thing that this action is happening to or for. So that is the object of it from a grammatical perspective. But I'm going to give you some examples because I think that's the best way to tackle any grammar in Spanish is to really look at the examples of how it's used. And to do that, we're going to look at the indirect object as it's used in a song that's pretty popular this time of year. So it is December at the time of this recording. And even if you don't celebrate Navidad, which is Christmas in Espanol, it is a very popular holiday throughout North America and, of course, throughout Latin America. Um, in general, this time of year you might hear songs like this being played. So, I understand that everyone doesn't celebrate this holiday, but it's still a fun song. It's and it's salsa, so it doesn't really <laughs> doesn't matter. You can still dance to it. So, the song that I'm reviewing in this episode is actually a classic salsa by uh, Willie Colon and Hector Lavoe. So. They are a famous duo in, in salsa, and they really were more popular in the 70s, but their songs are classics, and you will hear them every single year played during this time. So I thought it would be really good to review one of their songs, and it's called Ares de Navidad, Ares de Navidad, which literally is, you know, airs of Christmas, but think about it in English, we'd probably say something like Christmas is in the air. So not a direct translation, but that's kind of the feel of the song. So again, this is a classic salsa song. Uh en Navidad" was originally released on an album called "A Salto Navideño," and it came out in 1971. And it was composed by Roberto Garcia. So Willie Colon, like I said, and Hector Lavoe, Hector Lavoe being the singer, uh, was a very, very famous uh, salsa duo in that time but their music is timeless so let's get into some of the lyrics and then I'll talk a little bit about indirect objects that we can learn from this song so it's a very simple song it's not there's not a lot of deep lyrics to it it's again it's a song of celebration it's really just trying to get you the vibe of like how things feel this time of year so uh, of course they're talking about um, well let me just let me just get to it let's get to the lyrics (laughs) you'll see what they're talking about okay so it starts off ya van empezar las fiestas ya van a empezar las fiestas so that means now the parties are going to start so this is when all the parties start happening it's a whole season of partying las fiestas de navidad so the parties of Christmas or you know Christmas parties winter holiday parties however you want to say it y el cantando a todos nos va a alegrar y el cantando a todos nos va a alegrar so this uh hibarito <laughs> y el jibarito so this word is actually very uh, specific to puerto rico and jibarito comes from Hibarro so it's the diminutive form of Hibarro which is uh just a word to mean a farmer from the countryside so I don't know, in English, I'd probably say someone who's country, somebody who lives out in the country, in El Campo, in Espanol. And there's sort of a class of people known for living out on farms, usually in some of the smaller towns in Puerto Rico. So we're not talking someone that you're going to see in San Juan, although there is a lot of uh, singing and festivities going on in the cities as well um this reference to a híbarito cantando is really talking about someone who's from the countryside and a todos nos va alegrar it's you know we're all going going to be happy we're all going to enjoy um this time of year and this híbarito is cantando so he's singing <laughs> and think of this kind of like um i guess the best um uh, and I talked about this in a previous episode too, the best thing I can think of to compare it to that happens in North America would probably be Christmas caroling, which again, I don't really think is that huge of a tradition anymore. But uh, that's that's kind of what I think of, you know, when you, when you kind of think of people just singing in the street. Okay, so then it says, Vamos a que no recuerdan el más remoto rincón. Vamos a que no recuerdan el más remoto rincón. So this, vamos a no recuerdan, it's like, let's not remember, el más remoto rincón is like the most remote corner. <laughs> and then it says, se escucha al jibarito cantando su inspiración. Se escucha al jibarito cantando su inspiración. So the híbarito, or the, the, I don't know, a good translation for this, the countryman <laughs> the country farmer, uh, he can be heard. So se escucha is a passive voice of escuchar. So, you know, se escucha is like can be heard, right? So he can be heard singing su inspiracion. So obviously like his inspiration. So he's... He's festive, right? He's in the mood for the holidays, and he can be heard singing in the most remote corners of uh, Puerto Rico. Then it says, "Felicitarles ahora queremos con tono de devoción." Felicitarles ahora queremos con tono de devoción. So, felicitarles is like so. Felicitar is like you know to wish that you're happy, right? So we're bringing greetings. Felicitarles. Ahora queremos. So now we desire or we want con tono de devoción. So with a tone of devotion. So really with a lot of sincerity. Le deseamos feliz año, la orquesta de Willy Colón. Le deseamos feliz año, la orquesta de Willy Colón. So, Le Deseamos, this is where we get the indirect object. And we'll break that down in a second. Le Deseamos Feliz Año. So, uh, we wish you a Happy New Year, the orchestra of Willie Colon. All right. So, Willie Colon's orchestra is wishing you a Happy New Year with this song. And then it goes on. uh, It repeats this several times. Se acerca la Navidad. So, the Se acerca means... It's getting closer. So, Christmas time is coming. That's how we would probably say that in English. Se acerca la Navidad is drawing near. Um, so, acercar is like to get closer to. And se acerca, we're talking about something coming closer. In this case, Navidad. Y a todos nos va a alegrar. So, and everyone's going to enjoy. El cantando, Ares de Felicidad. El cantando, Ares de Felicidad. So, this country man. <laughs> that's just not the best translation. I cannot think of a way. I just like to say Hibarito. Um, he is singing uh, the airs of happiness. So, again, this is all about it being a joyous time of year. And um, yeah, it's, that's the chorus, and I repeat that a few times. And then it says, Aunque usted no quiera, <laughs> le vengo a cantar. Aunque usted no quiera, le vengo a cantar. So, even though you don't want it, <laughs> uh, he's coming to you okay to sing he's coming to sing to you y a felicitar con voz de alegría y a felicitar con voz de alegría so like to greet you with this uh, joyous voice yo traigo armonía a su santo hogar yo traigo armonía a su santo hogar so I'm bringing harmony to your sacred home and he repeats that again so there are a couple things I wanted to point out because there was some use of the passive voice in this. And sometimes this can get confused for an indirect object. So se escucha and se acerca. Se escucha is el hibarrito can be heard, right? You can hear him singing. And se acerca is like Navidad is coming closer, right? So these things usually, because it's the word se, sometimes we get them confused with an indirect object, but they're not. <laughs> and I think ironically in the song, so like in the chorus, they're kind of singing, lo le, lo le, le, le lo le, <laughs> which is funny. It really made me think of that because I think that's where we get really confused because we don't know the difference between all of those in Spanish and we go, is it direct object or indirect object?" <laughs> so I just think that's kind of funny, the song. But anyway, let's let's talk about this indirect object really quickly because it's really important to know how to use it. So in, in cases like this, uh, where he's saying Le deseamos feliz año. He's saying that, you know, we wish you a happy new year, Feliz Año. But this le deseamos is where we get to the indirect object. Now it's important to understand that there's two, um, there's two ways to figure out well, there's two words we need to understand to know who is uh who is the action being performed for or to on behalf of, right? So this is something that Is being given to someone else, right? This desire of a happy new year, something I'm wishing for you, right? So we have two things at play. We have the le, which in this case, uh, in this song, he is using usted. So what we're saying is le deseamos is you. So this le is is really taking the place of usted, if you think about it that way, or referring to usted. So we have this le which means usted so I know you know okay this is a person talking to me directly if they're referring to me as usted and then we have the verb desear now that verb is conjugated based on who's actually doing the action right so the le indicates it's happening for usted and the deseamos means we right so it's nosotros deseamos nosotros le deseamos you could say it like that but normally as you already know in Spanish you will not hear those pronouns so, you know, by the conjugation of desear, because it's deseamos, it's we. And in this case, the we is la Orquesta de Willy Colón. All right. So in the le is referring to us listening to the song. So le deseamos feliz año. And this is really timely because you will be hearing this a lot in the next few weeks. Le deseamos feliz año. So that is we wish you a happy new year. Now, let's say that... Hector Lavoe is in the song and he's actually saying, look, I'm performing for an audience. so I'm speaking to a group of people. So what would he say? So he's saying still the, on behalf of the whole orchestra, we wish you or you all a happy new year. Instead of le deseamos, he would say les deseamos, les deseamos. So that les is indicating ustedes. So, les deseamos. Again, les being the indirect object for ustedes. So, we wish all of you a happy new year. Feliz año. Now, let's say Willy Colon was talking directly to you, but let's say he's your tio, <laughs> he's your uncle. So, you know each other pretty well. So, you're speaking a little bit more informally. In that case, instead of the le, which represents usted, he would say te. Te deseamos feliz año. So, on behalf of me and my whole orchestra, te deseamos feliz año. So, again, in this case, the te is representing tú or you in the informal sense in español. Okay. So we, so far, we have le deseamos for usted, that also could work for él or ella. All right. We have les deseamos, which can refer to ustedes, and then we have te deseamos, which is referring to you or tú, informal you. Now, let's say that Willie Colon says, look, I'm not speaking on behalf of my whole orchestra or Hector Labo in this case, because he's a singer. I'm not speaking on behalf of everybody. I'm speaking on behalf of myself, but I'm still talking to you in a formal setting. So what would he say? Instead of le deseamos, it would become le deseo, le deseo. And that's le deseo feliz año is I wish you. If I'm speaking to you like señor or señora in a formal way, le deseo feliz año. So I'm saying I wish you, I deseo, wish you a happy new year. Now let's say um, I was talking to you and it's informal. So it's a friend and you're saying, you don't want to say le deseo feliz año. Sounds a bit too, like too formal. What would you say? Now you should already know the answer to this. (laughs) Te deseo. Te deseo feliz año. And again, this is all the indirect object, the te, in this case, taking the place of tu again. Now, let's say you're, you walk into a room, you're going to a party. It's a New Year's party and you want to greet everyone. You want to say Happy New Year to everyone. You could say, les deseo, les deseo feliz año. Because you're talking to ustedes or a group of people. So that's some ways that you can use indirect objects. So we've covered when we have nosotros and yo as the verb, right? But you could also, let's say I'm trying to explain to someone, hey, I listened to this song and Echo Lavo is wishing you a happy new year. So I would say, le desea. Le desea. So I'm talking to you as usted, le desea. So I'm saying that, hey... Hector Lavoe wish you a happy new year. Or if I'm talking to you informally, it would be te desea. Te feliz And you would already know because a, a key with indirect objects is there's some context. And in this case, the context is the song. But if you're in a conversation, you already should have an idea about who you are talking to because otherwise you would use the name instead of using the indirect object, right? Or you would include the name as well with it. But there's always some context. So you have a clue about sort of like who this is directed at. Uh, so you can also say, les desea. So you can come into a room. Maybe you're bringing greetings from your mother. Hey, hable con mi madre. Le desea, or les desea, un feliz año. So, you know, hey, I'm saying my mother wishes all of you a happy new year. So these are some different ways that you can use the indirect object. So again, just to be clear, you have the le, les, te, right? And then you also have the conjugation of the verb, which in this case is desear, and this is again very timely because you can use this to see to say Happy New Year. So again, I just touched on indirect objects here. I hope this was helpful. Um, make sure you check out the show notes page if you want to hear the song because it's a great song. It'll make you want to dance. Uh, go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com dot com slash one fifty eight for episode one fifty eight of the podcast, and we'll include a video so you can hear the song, and it'll, ask, it'll also show you the lyrics to the song as well. As always, I hope that something you heard in this episode will take you one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.